I'm Karen Cubides, a music-obsessed entrepreneur and educator who calls Music City home. My career started in Boston, where I found my real passion, working behind the scenes in the music industry. I've had the honor of working with elite performers and educators. Consider this your go-to guide for all things healthy, wealthy, and wise. So get comfy, because we're about to uncover some surefire ways to transform not only your career, but also your life. This is the Musician's Guide Podcast. Hi friends, welcome to another episode of the Musician's Guide podcast. On today's episode, we are going to talk about choosing courage over comfort. (laughs) So this solo episode is also inspired by um, two of my favorite people, Jeff and Monica. Um, And over time, I have also gotten this question a lot in many different ways. Um, And I feel like, especially now in the times of COVID, um, it is pretty on brand. Um, So basically, the question today is going to be like how to find the happy medium between taking a risk, doing things that scare us, but also continuing to do things that we know are good and we're comfortable doing. So kind of like, how do we dip our toe in the water, you know, and like, do the thing, but also not, you know, get so overwhelmed and like lose our shit because it's just so much. Um, so I'm going to lead y'all through some questions that I asked myself about how to choose the road that I want to go on and, you know, just kind of like how to know for yourself if the thing that you're doing is the right thing to do, how to get unstuck in that process and ultimately how to learn to trust your gut Uh, I'm going to throw the disclaimer out here. I know that we're all tired of hearing like unprecedented times and, you know, whatever. So just be sure to factor in what makes sense to you. Take it with a grain of salt. Figure out what your boundary is going to be and what do you need to answer these three questions. And not three questions, five questions. Well, actually, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this feels. Um, Okay. So the first thing is the fact that you're having this conundrum of like, what do I do? And is this the right path? It's just such a blessing and a gift. Um, It's so available to all of us to just numb ourselves out to, you know, just really try and and busy ourselves and pretend like we don't want to go in a new direction or pretend like the status quo is fine or just, I don't know, like, it's just so amazing. Uh, Even though it's really messy and sticky at first to just kind of be in this place of like, you know what, I want more and I deserve more and I want to give more and I want to be more and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to that place while also being healthy and balanced. And um, I was talking to one of my favorite clients the other day and he was talking about like, well, I just have like too many baskets and not enough eggs (laughs) or I just, I don't put all my eggs in the same basket. And it was just like basket and egg analogy. Um, and it just really made me think like, you know, we all do have a lot of baskets and it's just kind of deciding, you know, where are we going to put our eggs in the season of life? And, you know, what are the things that are no longer serving us? What are the things that we wish to pivot and go in a new direction? And just having these conversations is totally okay. And they're definitely scary and they can be intimidating, but grab your gravelly blanket and your journal and let's try and do this together. So the first question that I ask myself is, what is my goal or, or what is the thing that I'm afraid of doing? And I just feel like clarity is just so important. You know, asking for that discernment from the universe, God, whatever, um, for that just knowledge of like, okay, what is the next step? 
and trying to be as specific as possible. So for example, saying I want to win a job or I want to, you know, play in an orchestra is not the same as saying, you know, I want to be a part of this organization or I want to play this part in a bigger picture. Um, it's the same that if we said, you know, I want to travel by van. It's really not the same as saying like, I want to explore other cultures or see the world. So just really getting very specific about what is the goal and what would we like to do. And it could even start as simple as a feeling. Like I want to feel like my career and my personal life are in alignment and I'm not stressed and I'm not overwhelmed and the Sunday scaries are not a thing. And you know, those kinds of things like that's totally great. Or if it's really like, I just want to make music with people. I don't care what genre, I don't care in what capacity. I just truly want to make music with others. That's great. That's a goal. So let's, let's go deeper with that. The next step is, you know, what is stopping me from going after this goal? And for everyone that's like going to be a smart butt here, um, I know it's the time of COVID and we can't make music with others in the same way, but I mean, overarching themes and goals. So what's stopping you from going after your goal? So once you've decided and you're able to have a truthful conversation with yourself about like, you know, I've really been sabotaging all these auditions because I'm just afraid, or I really haven't been fueling my body or resting well because I'm just you know, in denial, or I really don't think that I could do this or et cetera, et cetera. And then just be honest with yourself, write it down. Your journal is your best friend. And just know that there's zero judgment for whatever your fears are, for whatever your goals are. Like I've said in previous episodes, our entire existence, the world changed in six months. Like life as we know it is not the same. And a lot of people are like doom and gloom, but I really think like, oh my gosh, anything actually is possible. If that was able to happen to all of us as a civilization, society, world, planet, universe in the 21st century, like, oh my goodness, music, building a business, I don't know, winning the job is very much small potatoes in comparison to like what is happening in the cosmos. So like, oh my gosh, like now is the time to like really embrace what the heck do I want to do? What can I create? How can I disrupt the industry? How can I innovate? How can I help? And just really sitting down to think about like, what is holding me back from that? Like what is actually holding me back? That's going to be such a gift. And the next question is, can I accomplish this by myself? So what is it going to take to get this done? And, you know, sometimes it does make sense to go and do a project alone. Um, You know, like if you're wanting to start a blog or maybe even a podcast initially, like, sure, it might make sense to talk by yourself and, you know, to do your research and kind of figure things out. But then, you know, if the goal starts to evolve and get bigger and it makes sense to bring someone else in, awesome. Consider a coach, consider a mentor, consider a therapist, consider your private studio teacher, consider your partner, your friend, anybody in your life that knows you really well or that is an expert at what you're trying to do, go and seek their guidance. That accountability, to be honest, is one of the most valuable things that I offer my clients. And, you know, a lot of um, creatives, and I'll put myself in this mix sometimes, like we get so bogged down about the cost of things and we get so stressed out because of how things are going in the world right now. And, you know, you're like, well, I'm not ready to work with a coach. It's like, if you don't know what you're doing or if you have questions, you're totally ready to work with a coach. Um, I also feel sometimes like, oh, well, you know, I want to be super prepared for therapy. So like I use every minute and it's like, 
And this is what one of my coaches told me the other day. It was like, you know, you're not just paying for somebody's expertise. You're not just paying for the accountability. You're also paying for their energy. You're paying for the vibe that you feel when you are talking to them. You're paying for the feeling that somebody's on your team. You're, you're paying for the feeling that someone has your back. Um, and that just completely reshifted things for me because it's so true. Like I am so invested in the lives of all of my clients. I am so invested in the projects that we're doing. Like, ah, it's just so much. And you know, the client might come to me with like a project or a question or something. And it's just so incredible to be like, we will get this done. And even if the client doesn't think it's possible, like just knowing that I think it's possible makes it so much easier to get it done. And Honestly, not to toot my own horn, but there hasn't been a single project that my agency has received that has not been possible and blown us away. Um, Just to let y'all know, the fact that we worked on the Aries Quartet album is a freaking miracle, okay? Like, I have no idea how I managed to do that, and I'm so grateful because it is literally one of the best albums of all time. I'm sorry, I'm a dork. I love trombonist. Like, seriously, if you have not heard this album, you need to get on that. Um, and yeah, that was a miracle. So you're paying for people's energy. You're paying to have someone hold you accountable and you'll probably be more likely to actually do the work if you also have skin in the game. So think about that too. Think about how you work. The next question is if I had it in my, if I had it my way, you know, what would my life look like after following through with this goal? Like, how are things going to change for you? Um, you know, the visualization component. One of the best things that I have done in my um, manifesting journey and also in my law of attraction and just up-leveling of my career has been to imagine what it would feel like to be the person that has those things, that has reached that goal. So like if one of your goals is to play with the New York Philharmonic, like how would it feel to play in that hall? How would it feel to sit next to this person? How would it feel to know your repertoire a certain way? How would it feel like all of that, like being in that space? Like how, what is the temperature in the hall? What are you wearing? What does it look like? Just visualizing that so much. And then the way I like to take it a step further is what does your life at home look like? What does the balance of the things that you now are able to do because of the job that you have, you know, how, how do things change? Like what, what is needed? And just really being able to hold that. Um, I'm sitting in my office recording this and I'm looking at my goal poster and it's insane to just see the things that a few years ago seemed like they could just never happen, like actually happen. And here I'll share like the dumbest example on my goal poster. So for those of you that don't know, I love handbags. They're my weakness. I've probably shared this before on the podcast. I just have a problem with high-end designer bags. And I think this came from my time working for the Boston Symphony and just seeing all the fancy people making six figures and just carrying like powerful handbags. And I was like, you know what? If I had one of these handbags, I know I could rule the world. Like that's literally the feeling I get with these designer handbags. Just to give you an idea, the handbags I'm talking about are Louis Vuitton, Prada, Gucci, all of them. And uh, these handbags, uh, I would say... The the lowest price is like sixteen hundred, so it's usually our rent, right? For everybody listening, or maybe a many months rent. Um, there was this handbag that I was eyeing when I got my job at the Boston Symphony. It was like twenty three hundred. It was a beautiful Prada bag. Oh. Anyway, I have not purchased one for myself. <laughs> Let me just be clear: we're not there yet. Um, and I put a Louis Vuitton bag on my vision board. It's been on my vision board, you guys, for at that time would have been. 
for eight years. Okay. So I have a vision board. I have a, like a cork board and I look at it like I, it's not on my phone. I'm a little old school in that way. And I would look at this every day and I would visualize, you know, what it would feel like to have the bag, how pretty I would look on the website. I would look on Poshmark and all the websites where you can get things that are being resold and whatever. I would go to Goodwill thrifting. Like I'm on the hunt for this Louis Vuitton bag. Um, and another thing is like, I have to work up my deserve level to actually go in and buy one. Cause it's not, it's not insane. You know, the bag keeps on giving anyway, not a podcast about bags, but anyway, so this has been on my goal poster and I kid you not, uh, a year and a half ago, two years ago, um, I got a call from one of my husband's aunts. Uh, she has her own business. She's very well off. And she was like, Hey, so I have this handbag that was gifted to me. I don't really like it. It's kind of big. Would you like it? I'm like, of course, this lady has incredible taste. She's amazing. And I just felt very special that she wanted to give me something. So I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. So she sends it in the mail. I get the tracking. It has like $3,000 worth of insurance. I'm like, what the hell is it in this handbag? So I get this handbag and I shit you not. It is literally the same handbag that is on my gold poster. And it's like a real Louis Vuitton bag. I like pooped my pants and died. And I was like, what is happening? And that was truly my first example of the law of attraction and how to like actually manifest something. So I really promise that visualizing actually works. And I'm working through how I feel when I hold the handbag because it feels very different than what I had imagined. Um, but kind of working that up to like, okay, let's visualize. If we had, if time and money were not an issue, how would accomplishing this goal be? What would this goal even be? How would we feel? How would we live our lives? And just acting accordingly. And then once we get all of this down, you know, what is the goal? What is stopping me? Do I need to find outside help? And how would my life look like? The next question is, what's my first step? And this is always the hardest part. But what I do know to be true is that if you're dream involves other people's dreams, it's so much easier to accomplish. If the thing that you want to do has a really solid why, and what I mean by why is like, why do you want that thing? Why is that your goal? If you have a solid why, when motivation leaves, because it will, motivation is garbage, it's not real. (laughs) When you're having a bad day, when you get the rejection, when somebody says something they didn't mean and really crushed you, your why will come in and will allow you to get up and go and do it again and again, day in and day out. So figuring out what is my first step, you know, how am I going to go do the thing? And at this point, having all this clarity of like, what are you afraid of? What do I want to do? How do I want my life to look like? Then you'll be able to talk yourself into this. And at first, this is why I suggest getting a coach um, or a therapist or a mentor or whatever, you're going to need to borrow somebody else's belief. You're going to need to know that someone's in your corner and that you can do it. Whether it be someone like actually there, like a friend or something, or whether it be part of your spiritual practice, or there's just so many ways to manifest that. Um, Once that's all in place, then truly, truly anything is possible. So I just want to encourage everyone um, to trust your gut. Um, If you have any desires in your heart, if there's anything that you even have an inkling to do, it's there for a reason. And there's room for all of us to have businesses, private studios, play in orchestras, tour, do whatever you want to do. Like there's room for everyone. And if you have a unique desire, it's for a reason. So really trust that. 
Um, a little fun fact, your body knows things before your brain does. So really listen to your body. Listen to the messages that it's telling you. If something feels right, if you know you get a, I don't know, like a, a little thing in your gut, in your stomach, like listen to that. If it makes your heart like flutter, lean into that. See what that is. Um, and then the last thing, as you're trying to figure out what this next step is and, and what is the direction that you're going through and to, make sure you're always coming from a posture of surrendering that outcome. <laughs> And you're like probably rolling your eyes at this point being like, yeah, okay, that's hard. Um, yeah, and it's really hard to surrender the outcome. But I, I promise that if you approach things with a posture of openness, just open hands, just a surrender of the outcome and just really let whatever your spiritual practices or, or whatever you're wanting to do, to do in to tell you and just following that intuition that we all have and going forth and doing the thing, um, I promise it's going to reveal itself and it's going to be amazing. And really, like if you would have told me 10 years ago that I would be doing some of the things that I'm doing today, I would have never believed you. You guys, I got a degree in classical saxophone. I have, I had no business ever recording the Aries Quartet and being a part of that project. Um, I was looking through my phone the other day and my first speaking engagement was at the Colburn School. I was there. I happened to be there. Um, for the 50th anniversary of the International Horn Society, okay? And I was only there because I was representing Genghis Barbie, Denise Tryon, and Julie Landsman at the time. And they were like, hey, we need someone to talk about social media. Do you want to do it? And I was like, sure. So literally, like, I don't know, the week before, I was putting together a PowerPoint and almost threw up before I started. So, like, truly, you just really never know what is going to happen. So really just trust your gut Surrender that outcome, get some clarity on what you actually want to do. And really, anything is possible. The world has exploded and we're still here, y'all. Like, really, trust yourself, go forth and do it, and we're all cheering you on. Bye.